Wow, hello, welcome to the Holy Baptist Church online service. It's great to have you with us. My name's Martin. I'm one of the ministers of the church and I just wanted to welcome you. Our service will be starting in about 10, 15 minutes. And if you are watching this on catch up, feel free to skip uh, to 15 minutes on the timeline. And that's when the service will be starting. But I just want to say that uh, if this is your first time here or if you've been coming for a while, we would love to make contact uh, with you. And the best way of doing that is for you to make contact with us. And there's different ways you can do that. Firstly, you can email us at join.in at hordybaptist.org.uk and you can just say hi, say who you are and uh, we'd love to have a chat with you. If you have any any particular prayer requests, then there is a confidential prayer email, which is prayer at holybaptist.org.uk and there are people there who just want to chat to you and pray for you, regardless of whatever that situation uh, may be. So do email us, or you can find us on Facebook, just search for Holy Baptist Church uh, in the Facebook search bar. Uh, find our Facebook page and do like our Facebook page and then you will be kept up to date with anything that's happening. Uh, also you can message us through the Facebook Messenger bit of the uh, Facebook page and just let us know that you're there and we'd love to once again uh, make contact and have a chat with you. The other way of doing it is to go to our website www.hawleybaptist.org.uk and you can go to the contact us section and click on uh, the section you want to contact us and uh, just fill out the online form and that will go to our administrator. So yeah, just let us know that you are there. You can, if you're watching this live, feel free to write in the comments section below uh, and uh, we'd love to just greet you and welcome you. And yeah, we'd love you to be part of our fellowship. Have a great day, enjoy the service, and uh, hopefully one day I might be able to meet you face to face. Bye.
Good morning. morning, welcome to this Advent Sunday service, Holy Baptist Church. I'm Martin, I'm the minister, I'm the minister of the church, I'm here with my family, so welcome. We're going to spend the next 10 or 15 minutes just getting warmed up, preparing ourselves, lighting the Advent candles, singing a song, and yeah. Christmas yeah. jumpered up. I yeah, hope you noticed I was a Christmas tree when I came on. Yeah, so Christmas. So we've all got Christmas jumpers on. <laughs> there we go. Let's see yours, Eve. Eve, what's yours? Yours is a, a unicorn. unicorn. Yours is a Christmas puddings. Joel's got cream brown, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas tree. Uh, Christmas tree. And I've got. There we go. What? Um, so so Christmas the day. Try and put yes. the odd one out. Odd one out. Um, Daddy's jumper. I think oh, yes. possibly they can see the odd one out there, the gingerbread man. <laughs> well, by the way, I really quite like dairy milk with gingerbread. Gingerbread man. You didn't like it, so I've got to eat it all. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I bought it. <laughs> actually, that reminds me—not the chocolate, but the Christmas jumpers. Thank you to everyone that sent in photos to join uh, the joining photos of. You in front of your Christmas decorations, they were lovely. This time, for next Sunday, I want you to send in photos to join.in at hollybaptist.org.uk of you wearing something Christmassy. Christmas jumpers. Christmas dresses. Tinsel. Hopefully more than or just tinsel. Or maybe people with beards have those weird... Um, ah, well, if you see our... Beard balls. Ball, ball. Well, in our join-in photos, we had Steve, photo Steve, wearing... Yes, what's little ball ball. Well, he's got lights. He hadn't just balls. He had lights in his beard, so that's oh, very impressive. Wow. I, if you Steve. can pop Steve, which I don't think you can. Yes. Yeah. Now, while we um, get things ready, I want you to just put in the um, the chat below. Oh, Joel's off. Um, what do you do that makes you feel Christmassy? So, what things do you have? Any family traditions? Anything that you do? That you wouldn't do any other time of the year that makes you feel Christmassy. What what do you reckon? What what um I'll move on from Ellie. Eve? Um pardon. What, what? <laughs> she said what instead of what? Um, um what do what do we do this Christmassy that makes you feel like it's Christmas? Do you what do you do? Anything at school, anything at home? I'll stop it. Open present. Open, well that certainly makes you feel very Christmassy. Yes. Yeah, oh, what about I've in the run up to Christmas? Eat mince pies. Eat mince pies, oh, yeah. One, yeah. Um, that's that smell, isn't it? Oh. apple cinnamon -y. Oh yeah, I've got uh, our new Glade plug-in spray thing is now um, apple. First, apple pie. She, she, Go on, eat first. Wear Christmas jumpers. Wear Christmas jumpers, yeah. What about you, Ellie? Open the advent calendar. Open the advent calendar. Light candles. Light Sing carols, actually. Sing carols. Christmas music, but it sometimes yeah, comes well, we've got on a lots bit of carols. too early. Three carols today. Yeah, so, Christmas um, music. So I'm going to give you the top five UK Christmas traditions as according to yeah. themirror.co.uk. So number five. Five. <laughs> number five, are you ready? Listening to a Christmas song. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I think Mariah Carey, all I need for Christmas, all I want for Christmas Problem is, is you. they start in like November. Yeah, well, I don't know what, <laughs> it's a bit too early. put in the comments, when is the legitimate time to start playing Christmas music? <laughs> Let's start a debate now. That was number five, listen to Christmas music. Uh, number four, making mince pies. Oh, we did our what Christmas did cake, didn't we? You we made did. a Christmas cake, didn't you? We made Christmas cake Have in October half Have you still been feeding term. that with the brandy? Yep. Oh, excellent. I probably right. need to do that this weekend. So actually. number four, making mince pies. Number three, Going for a post-Christmas walk. So you just had all of the Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah, usually I'll get sent out to do the dog walk while everyone's <laughs> plays with toys. So um they used to do like boxing day walks, don't you? Yeah, yeah I think that's what they're referring nice, to, yeah. sort of a boxing day. That's not day really walk. that's not making you feel Christmassy <laughs> up to Christmas, is it? No, no. <laughs> um but it's a, it's a UK Christmas tradition. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, number two, sending Christmas cards. Whoops. Yeah, we're, uh, we're too busy to oh, see. I haven't got the time. Number three was going for a post-Christmas walk, like a Boxing Day walk. Oh, number two uh, is sending Christmas card. Cards. So number one is carol singing. Oh, carol singing. And next Sunday evening, so not this evening, but next Sunday evening, we have got our Churches for Holy carol service. So that'll be a streaming from YouTube, usual place, at half past six, 6.30 in the evening. So we've got our Christmas carols and to all the churches being involved. 
Friday night worship is going on the 18th is going to be an extended Christmas Eve version. Yeah, yeah. So it's all very exciting. Ooh, so we're here to get you in the Christmas mood. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, Advent candle. One of the things you said about Advent candles and, and lighting candles. Um, here are my candles. Joel, are you going to light the candle, one of the candles today? Yeah. Okay, so actually we've got three <laughs> candles to light. Because, um, Ellie, if you do that one. Okay. Wait a minute, Joel. Now, what do the can? What's this one? The first one. Can you remember what it was, Eddie? Uh, That's it. Hope. 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 Well done, Eve. Got the wrong Eve. Picture can you oh, remember? Joel's blown it out. Joel Shorey. Can I do it again? Mm. No. Mm, that one. And that one. No, no don't. don't. Blow, Please don't. don't blow it out. Blow it out, children. I'm like the next one. It. Am I doing it? Like right. the... I'm going to do it then because uh, she's trying to blow it out. Eve, I'll take you out of the room because that's not fair, is it? Now, Joel's turn. Do not blow the candle out because we need all three lit. Like that one there. And then we blow it out. Now, and this one for this week is no. Joy. So we're looking at Joy. And if you go to no. YouTube, we're, um, you can go and watch my reflection on Joy on my midweek message. Uh, we're looking at Joy. Um, so hope, faith, joy. And then next week will be, you'll find out. And then we'll write the middle one for Christmas. Okay, so there we go. Right, you can blow them out now. Put one down for Joel. There we go. Right, so we're going to see, actually, Ellie, you're going to read a verse that mentions, actually mentions three of the things from the Advent. Uh, but it, it does mention joy, so nice and loud. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope for you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit excellent thank you very much and we're going to sing a song can, a carol uh, can eve introduce the song eve you need to get up eve, and read can you the read song. the first line for me please up again, the carol talking and get up joy to the world the lord is well, well done! done. Very good reading! Yeah. Fantastic! Well, well, so it's enjoy to the world. Are you ready? Love and one hundred one is of his love. 
Hey, Lord God, thank you for Christmas. Thank you for this time. Thank you that you sent your son as a baby uh, to save the world. And Lord God, I just pray that that will give us joy this Christmas, despite the unusual Christmas we're going to be having, and despite the changes and differences. I just pray that we will know you close, feel you near, and know your joy this Christmas. Amen. Now, we have got a special treat for you to watch now. It's a little mini documentary, about seven minutes long, and it is looking at some friends of ours who either are from a different country or live in a different country Ooh. and the way they celebrate Christmas. It maybe might be a, bit, a little, bit, little bit different to ours. We can talk about traditions. So we're going to find about some of their traditions. So we're going to watch Yay. that. And then I'm going to do the second part in our Unexpected Christmas Sermon Series. We've got some carols, um, got some prayer, and that's about it. So yeah, it's great, great to see you. Bye everyone, bye. to the Ivan and Sean talk show. Today we're going to be speaking to my mum about her experience of Christmas in Kenya. So, how was Christmas like in Kenya? Oh, thank you Sean. Christmas was a lovely time where we all had together as family, extended family. I remember not uh, spending Christmas with my dad and mum, but we all had to travel far to get to my grandmother's and meet with the extended family so we had lots of catching up to do and lots of food to share lots of laughter and having a good time together okay. what do you eat in Kenya for Christmas? oh we don't have any Christmas traditional food in Kenya so mainly we have to eat we don't have turkey, but we've got chicken. We do lots of barbecues because it's normally the hot season in Kenya, it's not cold. Uh, so we've got all sorts of meats that we can barbecue. We've got all our traditional foods that we cook on the day. So it's mainly a feast during Christmas. What are the similarities between Christmas in Kenya and Christmas in England? I think there are more similarities than differences because it's all about family and sharing in Kenya as it is in England. I think the main difference is what type of foods we eat in Kenya and what we eat in England. And I think the general atmosphere because it's sunny, we can eat outside, we can have barbecues, unlike here where we have to be indoors and keep warm. Mm -hmm. You can ask us uh, all the questions down there. And from all of us at the Ivan and Sean Talk Show, Christmas in Gemma. My name is Aredna and I will be showing you the South Indian Christmas traditions. South Indian Christmas Traditions Christmas service is something very special for all Christmas Christians in India. Some of the churches tend to have the meeting on the Christmas Eve called Midnight Mass. As you can see here, there's loads of people in the church, but you can't really do that right now because of coronavirus. The church we come from, the service tends to happen on the Christmas Day with around 30,000 attending it. That's a lot. People tend to wear new Christmas dresses, costumes during the church service. It's quite colourful as you can see in the pictures. Christmas carols is another highlight which is done by home group members, singing carols in every believer's house throughout December. This is my personal favourite. South Indian Christmas Traditions A star lantern is put outside everyone's home. The symbol of Jesus is light of the world. It's very detailed as you can see in the picture. I love it. Christmas wishes, sharing food, 
chicken biryani and sweets are popular dishes. Christmas wishes. Happy Christmas in Tamil, one of the South Indian languages, is Christmas them. You can see it in that in the language that there's the writing there. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year! Welcome to News Night in the center of Vélez Málaga, Costa del Sol, southern Spain, Plaza de Carmelitas, Carmelita Square, and here we are with Michael Chitty. Hi there, it's me, just in case you didn't know, we have to have our masks on the whole time, every second we're outside. This is the square where everything happens on a normal Christmas. Over there you've got the, the town hall, they normally have a really nice uh, nativity scene, one of the most famous things about the town. And then this square here, uh, before they actually transformed it, which was this year, you had the three kings on the 5th of January going through, throwing their sweets and everyone going absolutely crazy uh, trying to pick them all up. And you also have like little bands, uh, Christmas music going along over here, so it's a nice atmosphere. Um, this will be our first Christmas here, so we don't know what's going to happen and how much of that will actually go on. Uh, but um, later on, we're going to transform ourselves and arrive at our house and we'll be telling you a little bit about what a normal Christmas is for families. Okay, we'll see you there. Hi to you all again. We've just magically transformed. We've been transported to, to our living room. We've shown you a bit of what it's like uh, Christmas outside and inside. Well, we've never experienced it because we've never been here for Christmas. And so this year will be our first time, but uh, we do know that uh, Christmas Eve is the time when all the families get together on a normal, uh, in a normal year. And uh, we've just heard that you're allowed to have up to 10 people uh, on the special nights, which is Christmas Eve. That's when they have their big lunch on Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. That's when a lot of them get their presents. Uh, some of them get their presents on the 25th. And, uh, and then some of them have their Father Christmas presents then. And then on the 6th of January, they have the Three Kings presents. So they like spread them out over the whole holiday. And there's all sorts of different things. A special cake that they have uh, on King's Day where they all have to eat. And then whoever gets the, the bean is the, the one that has to pay for the, for the cake. And so there's all sorts of traditions. And um, so we're going to discover what it's all about uh, this year. And uh, we'll let you know probably after Christmas. And so um, that's us saying goodbye. We, we're sorry we can't be over in England this year because of Spain's COVID rules. Uh, we can't do that. But um, and so just we just pray that it'll be a, a Christ-filled Christmas for all of you and for us here as well. And that His good news will be spread all around the world despite all the restrictions. So we and all it leaves is us to say Feliz Navidad. In the midst of the unexpected events of 2020, it has become evident to us that we are not as in control of our lives as maybe we thought. And those things that we built on as our foundations have suddenly seemed maybe not as secure as we once thought they were. I mean, jobs are insecure. We have to keep friends and family at arm's length and our health is threatened by COVID. I think we've been shaken out of our Western belief that we are shapers, makers of our own destiny. Though possibly the development of a vaccine might bring some of that back. But if we are not in control and life's usual foundations are cracked, then what can I rely on? Who can I rely on? So we're carrying on our sermon series, An Unexpected Christmas. And this morning, the title of our sermon is The Unexpected Journey. And we're going to carry on looking at the Christmas story. So grab your Bible 
and turn with me to Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read from verse 1 to verse 7. So that's Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 7. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. So here we have a young couple, Mary and Joseph, for whom life was not going as they expected, at least not as they had planned it. First of all, there, became, there came an unexpected message given to Mary and in a dream to Joseph by an angel of the Lord telling Mary that despite her virginity and despite the fact that she wasn't even married, she was going to be pregnant and give birth to a child. And then to top it all off, the Roman emperor decides to get the whole Roman empire to have a census to count everyone basically and that involved Joseph and Mary taking a 100 mile trip to Bethlehem because Bethlehem was where David came from and Joseph was part of David's tribe and then to make matters even worse after a hundred mile trip with a pregnant Mary they discover there's no room in the town for them to stay so we end up having this picture of Mary and Joseph having their firstborn born and placed in a feeding trough. I mean, none of this was expected. None of this was planned. None of this was easy. In fact, it was hard. And it's easy to, when you're looking at this, to think, was God in this at all? If this was happening in my life, I would feel I was under some sort of attack, not part of God's plan. See, was God in control then? Is God in control now? Or are we just being swept away by the events that are happening around us, just hoping that God will make something good out of the bad things that are happening in our life? See, what I want to tell you this morning is what is unexpected to us is not unexpected to God. So we've been looking at Luke's account of the Christmas story. But in Matthew's account of the Christmas story, we've given some extra little details. We're told about some magi, some astronomers or wise men, as we traditionally call them in the Christmas story, following a star that heralded the birth of a newborn king. And they followed the star and they naturally, when they come near to Jerusalem, they go to King Herod's palace because that's where kings are born but when they asked it turns out there isn't a newborn king there but that certainly spooked king herod and he summons his, his the chief priests and scribes and historians um, to go and find out if they could find any information about where this newborn king might be found and interestingly they bring out a scroll with the words of the prophet micah uh, found on it. We've got Micah in our Old Testament. You can look it up. And they find that God told Micah these words 700 years previously. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. See, God's hundreds of years previous had told his people through the prophet Micah that the Messiah, a ruler of Israel, would come out of a small backwater town called Bethlehem. That it would come from the tribe of David. And what this says to me is that 
God was not flying by the seats of his pants, frantically altering his plans because of the things happening around them, because of plans done by rulers and authorities of the time. See, God is in control. And when you look at this Christmas story, this passage in Luke, what we see is a massive contrast. Because the first character we come across is Caesar, Caesar Augustus, adopted son of Julius Caesar, emperor of Rome. Augustus, who named his dead adopted, adopted father a god and therefore was himself the son of God, to his people Lord, to his people Saviour. And then we have Mary and Joseph, nobodies really in the grand scheme of things it seems, giving birth to a baby boy, not having anywhere to place him except for a feeding trough. And yet it's not until we look a little bit later in Luke's Gospel, just the following verses from verse 8, we're told that there were some shepherds living nearby and an angel of the Lord came to them and told them that a Messiah, a Lord, a Saviour, a King, the Son of God, had been born. You see, the Christmas story is full of the the unexpected for Mary and Joseph for the shepherds for King Herod for the whole world really unexpected for us but not for God God is in control it's just easy for us to miss it because God doesn't operate in the same way that the world operates he uses the foolish things to shame the wise, the weak things, the shame, the powerful. He takes an interest in the poor and humble. He places more importance on the nobodies and the have-nots, which for me gives a great certainty that God is interested in me. Now that's totally unexpected but not for God.
when every heart should be happy and light, many of us are struggling with the heaviness of life, burdens that steal the joy right out of our Christmas stockings. Crazy weather disasters strike at unsuspecting areas, ravaging peaceful homes and interrupting the lives of unsuspecting residents. Tragedy arises as innocent victims suffer and an inner voice whispers, be afraid. We need your peace, Jesus. Lord, we still carol the wonderful message huddled beneath winter caps on snow-covered porches or from churches led by enthusiastic musicians or choir members. Yet we confess that our hearts are too often filled with wonder of a different kind, wondering when the bills will be paid, when the terror will stop, when rest will come. Will it ever? Is the message still true? In a world where worry, not peace prevails, stir up that good news again. This Christmas, make it real in our hearts. Never have we needed your joy and peace more than now. Thank you for the gift of Jesus, our Emmanuel, the Word made flesh. Forgive us for forgetting that your love never changes, never fades, and that you never abandon the purpose for which you came. To us from our sinful condition and to give us life eternal, the joy of relationship with a holy God, your birth and your death sealed your promise to us forever. And for those whose hearts are battered by sorrow or broken relationships, for those whose lives know only conflict and confusion, for those whose bodies are tired and tested beyond their ability to endure this year, precious Saviour, draw them close to you. Let them know you are still the same Jesus who was born of a virgin, not in a hospital, but in an animal barn, laid in a manger of hay. You are still the one sent by the Heavenly Father who offered not condemnation for our sins, but love and forgiveness and daily divine fellowship. Your name is still called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. As your children, we cry out for a fresh filling and a new awareness of who you are. We choose by faith to make the good news of great joy a reality in our own lives, so others can see us as lighted trees of life pointing to you this Christmas. We know one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. And we also know that peace on earth can only come where hearts find peace with you. You are still our joy, you are still our peace. You are no longer a babe in the manger. You are Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and we still celebrate you as Lord this Christmas and always. Amen. Bye bye, everyone. Yes, thank you for joining us for our service. We're Coming to the end now, do remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel, do like 
and follow us on Facebook. And uh, if you've got kids like we have, do make sure if you haven't done so, you watch HBK, yes, HB Kids at 10 o'clock each uh, Sunday, but you can find it on YouTube as well. So, yeah, we're going to finish with a great carol, Heart the Herald Angels Sing. So, yeah, get your voices ready. Let's sing together. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.